Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Kingdom blessings and welcome. Uh to an appointed season of Tefalon. Today is Thursday, the 25th day, 2015, is the year in the Gregorian calendar. I want to talk to you a little bit before I begin this session on each day of the week. There is a prayer that is usually going out, and it's usually you may not have heard of this meaning, and sometimes you may have heard it, and it's called the Song of the Day. Um, and it's usually what they say that is the last part that is given. Um, it's part of the daily morning temple of prayer of the people of Israel, and one of the three times there is a prayer each day. It is get done either generally uh, recited sometime between sunrise and midday. But this usually is stated that it's always better the earlier the better. And being that we do this particular 5 a.m. prayer on Thursdays only right now, I, I'm probably looking forward to probably doing this every day uh, on the air, but we this is considered the day is the fifth day of the Sabbath on which the Levites would recite in the Holy Temple, and they recite Psalms 81. But I want to give you a little bit of a talk about it before I begin. And then on this fifth day of creation, God made the birds and the fish, which bring joy to the world. Upon observing the vast varieties of colorful birds and fish, man is awed by the tremendous scope of God's creative ability and is stirred to praise him with song. Verse Hashanah 31a is the reference. And this day, my um, being part of it, this morning's song of the day, um, there are, like I said, there are for six days it is done. And then on certain days of this song of the days, there are different psalms for each day of the week. And on a special occasions, additional psalms are recited after the song of the day. And they are from Rosh Hadesh Elu to Shemini as Exodus. Psalms 27 of David, Hashem is my light. And on Rosh Hashem, Rosh Hashem, yes, that is the, the new moon. It is Psalms 104, and we bless Hashem. And on Hanukkah is Psalms 30, a psalm. And then in the house of mourning uh, is Psalms 49, with a conductor by the sons of Korah. 
And sometimes after these morning prayers, we recite these additional um, verses. And um, it never it never hurts to have additional prayers or or to speak additional things into the Father. He loves it loves us much when we come in and be in the season of Tekla with him. And you got to understand that prayer should not be a mundane thing. Prayer should not be a thing where you almost dread going in and going in for 5 a.m. prayer or going in for prayer, period. When it gets to that point, you, you have to stop and really readjust yourself and really look at it. But you need to understand that you're having a conversation with the Father. You're having a conversation. With Yeshua, you're having a conversation through the Spirit of God, that which is in your belly that guides you. That's that fire in your belly that you feel. And that fire in your belly should always be rekindled. And each morning when you arise, you need to understand some other things. But I'm going to share this with you, that the the song of the day come around with the unique song that the Levites, these were the priests, that sang in the temple as part of the morning service for each day of the week. It falls within the broad category of time-related mitzvah, and they stated that women are exempt from this. Um, They say that another reason for the exemption is based on the opinion that one who recites these verses in their appropriate time is considered to have built an altar and to have brought an offer. Since the service of bringing offerings was performed by men, women are exempt from the song of the day. Now I believe that since we bring our offerings in a different form, we bring it firstly unto the Father. We do our offerings in by the midst of the deeds that we do each day. I do not see us as women to be exempt from this. I believe we have more of a responsibility for doing these prayers than anyone. Um, it's just this, this is my opinion. You know, you may not feel this way, but I I do. Um, but I just wanted to share this little bit with you. But I am going to recite that prayer shortly. But before I begin to do anything else, I do also want to um do a prayer that I do each morning to start off. The morning breath, if you'll give me for just a minute. I'm trying to get situated here. And the laptop has been giving me problems. Well, it's not really been the laptop more than it's been the Internet service that I have. It's been really ridiculous uh, just trying to even get in. Sometimes I get connected, and then the next thing you know, I'm disconnected. So um, my prayer is the Father's got his hand on this, and we will not be dismissed out or get clicked out of here. If I do, I'm just going to dial back in and continue on. But um, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about this and um, talk with you um, um, for the morning for the morning prayer. All righty, so we're going to begin, and um, I thank the Father for all that he's doing this day. 
And thank you all who have joined in. And those of you all who are not able to be in at this time but are listening to this broadcast later, um, I'm prayer, my prayer is that you are blessed by it, that you are able to glean from it, and that you are able to receive the blessings. And my prayer also is that you will join us sometimes at the 5 a.m. prayer. I know it's people uh, who join me in on programs, and they're from all over the world. And it's so there are different time zones. So no matter where you are, if you're at your time zone where it's early in the morning for you, you can always come back and grab this and have it for that time. Um, and generally, you do your morning blessings as early as possible. Uh, one thing I did find when I stepped outside one morning, it was about 2, 2 a.m. in the morning, and the birds were just chirping along. I mean, never heard them chirp so much as they were chirping then, and that's when I believe that the dawn of the day really begins. I believe that that angel has gone in and started shifting everything and the animals recognize daybreak way sooner than what we see it. We call daybreak as soon as we see the sun, and I believe the birds are by the spirit of the Lord and the time frame of the Father, and they know daybreak way better than we know daybreak. And so this morning we shall begin. Blessings unto you, Father God. Blessed are you, Hashem, our God, who is king of the universe, and has sanctified us with his commandments and has commanded us regarding the washing of our hands. Blessed are you, Hashem, our God, who is king of the universe, and has fashioned man with wisdom and created with him, within him, many openings and many cavities. It is obvious and known before your throne of glory that if but one of them were to be ruptured, but one of them were to be blocked, it would be impossible to survive and to stand before you. I bless you, Father, for all that you are doing unto your people this day. I bless you for this, and I say, Baruch Atah Adonai, my God, who has restored my soul because of thy love, thy grace, thy mercy, thy faith, thy compassion. Back unto me and that you will guide us this day for things that you want done in your kingdom. I thank you, Father, for all that you're doing for your people and all that you're doing for those who have cried out to you and that you have an ear to continue to hear, Father. And I thank you that you are doing these things unto your people. And blessed are you, Adonai, our God, who heals all flesh and acts wonders. Those of us who will later on will be reading, I am going to give you also the blessings of the Torah. Blessed are you, Hashem, our God, King of the universe, who has sanctified us with his commandments and has commanded us to engross ourselves in the words of the Torah and the Brevet HaHadashah, that is the new government. Please, and deny our God, sweeten the words of your Torah in our mouth and in the mouth of your people, the house of Israel. May we and our offspring and the offspring of your people, the house of Israel, all of us, know your name and study your Torah for its own sake. Blessed are you, Adonai, who teaches Torah to his people, Israel.
These are the precepts that have no prescribed measure, the corner of a field which must be left for the poor, the first fruit offering, pilgrimage, acts of kindness, and Torah study. These are the precepts whose fruit a person enjoys in this world, but whose principle remains intact for him in the world to come. And they are the honor due to father and mother, acts of kindness, early attendance, at the house of study, morning and evening, hospitality to guests, visiting the sick, providing for a bride, escorting the dead, absorption in tefillah, prayer, bringing peace between man and his fellow, and the study of Torah is equivalent to them all. My God, the soul, you place within me is pure, you created it, you fashioned it. You breathed it into me, you breathed it into me, you safeguard it within me, and eventually you will take it from me and restore it to me in time to come. As long as the soul is within me, I gratefully thank you. I deny my God and the God of my forefathers. Master of all works, Lord of all souls, blessed are you, Adonai, who restores souls to dead bodies. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who gave the heart understanding to distinguish between day and night. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, for not having made me a Gentile. We need to understand that word, Gentile. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, for not having made us a slave. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, for having made me according to your will. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who gives sight to the blind. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who clothes the naked. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who releases the bound. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who straightens the bent. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who spreads out the earth upon the water. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who has provided me my every need. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who firms man's footsteps. And blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who girds Israel with strength. And blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who crowns Israel with splendor. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who gives strength to the weary. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who removes sleep from my eyelids and slumber from my eyelids. And may it be your will, Adonai, our God, and the God of our forefathers, that you accustom us to study your Torah and the Berihah Hadashah and attach us to your commandments. Do not bring us into the power of error, nor into the power of transgression and sin, nor into the power of challenge, nor into the power of schooner. Let not the evil inclination dominate us. Distance us from an evil person and an evil companion or a companion and the association and relationships and things that will do us harm that are not with connection with us and anything that is connected to Hasatan, we ask you to distance us from it, detach us from it. Attach us to the good inclination and to give to good deeds and compel our evil inclination to be subservient to us. 
subservient to you through us, subservient that they will not and cannot move by the authority of your voice that they hear within us. Yes. Grant us today in every day grace, kindness, and mercy in your eyes and in the eyes of all who see us and bestow beneficent kindnesses upon us. Blessed are you, Adonai, who bestows beneficent kindness upon his people, Israel. May it be your will, Adonai, my God, and the God of my forefathers, that you rescue me and us today and every day from brazen men and from brazenness and from an evil man, an evil companion, an evil neighbor, and an evil mishap, the destructive spiritual impediment, a harsh trial, and a harsh opponent, whether he is a member of the covenant or whether he is not a member of the covenant. Our God and the God of our forefathers, remember us with a favorable memory before you and recall us with a recollection of salvation and mercy from the primeval, loftiest heaven. Remember on our behalf, oh, Adonai, our God, the love of the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Your servants of the covenant and the kindness and the oath that you swore to our father Abraham at Mount Moriah and the Akira when he bound his son Isaac atop the altar. And as it is written in your Torah in Genesis 22, 1 to 19. And it happened that these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he replied, here I am. And he said, please take your son and your only one whom you love, Isaac, and get yourself to the land of Moriah. Bring him up there as an offering upon one of the mountains which I shall indicate to you. So Abraham awoke early in the morning and he saddled his donkey. And he took his two young men with him, and Isaac, his son. He split the wood for the offering and rose and went toward the place where God had indicated to him. On the third day, Abraham looked up and perceived the place from afar. And Abraham said to his young men, stay here by yourselves with the donkey, while I and the lad will go yonder. We will prostrate ourselves and we will return to you. And Abraham took the wood for the offering and placed it on Isaac, his son. He took in his hand the fire and the knife, and the two of them went together. Then Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, Father. And he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, Here are the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the offering? And Abraham said, God will seek out for himself the lamb for the offering, my son. And the two of them went together. They arrived at the place where God indicated to him. Abraham broke, built the altar there and arranged the wood. And he bound Isaac, his son, and he placed him on the top of the altar, the wood. And that's where he placed him on top of that wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. 
And an angel of Hashem called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. And he, the angel quoting Adonai, said, do not stretch out your hand against the lad, nor do anything to him. For now I know that you are a good, God-fearing, God-fearing man, that you have not withheld your son, your only one, from me. And Abraham looked up and saw, and behold, a ram. And after it had been caught in the thicket by its thorns, so Abraham went and took the ram and brought it to as an offering instead of his son. And Abraham named that site Hashem Yiri. And it is still said this day on the mountain Hashem is seen. The angel of Hashem called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I swear, declare Hashem, that since you have done this thing, and have not withheld your son, your only one. I shall surely bless you and greatly increase your offspring like the stars of the heavens and like the sand on the seashore, and your offspring shall inherit the gate of its enemy, and all the nations of the earth shall bless themselves by your offering because you have listened to my voice. Abraham returned to his young men, and they rose and went together to Beersheba, and Abraham stayed at Beersheba. Master of the universe, may it be your will, Adonai, our God, and the God of our forefathers, that you remember for our sake the covenant of our forefathers, just as Abraham, our forefathers, suppressed his mercy for his only son and wished to slaughter him in order to do your will. So may you, your mercy suppress your anger from upon us, and may your mercy overwhelm your attributes. May you overstep with us the line of your law and deal with us, O Adonai, our God, and with the attribute of kindness and the attribute of mercy. In your great goodness, may you turn aside your burning wrath from your people, your city, your land, and your heritage. Fulfill for us, Adonai, our God, and the word you pledge through Moshe, your servant, as it is said, I shall remember my covenant with Jacob, also my covenant with Isaac, and also my covenant with Abraham shall I remember, and the land shall I remember. Always let it be, let a person be God-fearing privately and publicly, and acknowledging the truth, and speak the truth within his heart, and arise early and proclaim. Master of the world, not in the merit of our righteousness do we cast our supplications before you, and in the merit of your abundant mercy. What are we? What is our life? What is our kindness? What is our righteousness? What is our salvation? What is our strength? What is our might? What can we say before you, Adonai, our God, and the God of our forefathers? Are not all the mighty like nothing before you? the famous as if they had never existed, the wisest is devoid of wisdom, and the preceptors is devoid of intelligence. For most of their deeds are desolate, and the days of their lives are empty before you. The preeminence of man over beast is non-existent, for all is vain. But we are your people, we are members of the covenant, we are children of Abraham, your beloved, to whom you took an oath on Mount Moriah the offspring of Isaac, his only son, who was bound atop the altar, the 
community of Jacob, your firstborn son, because of the love which you adored him and the joy with which you delighted in him, you named him Israel and Jeshua. Therefore, we are obliged to thank you, praise you, and glorify you, bless, sanctify, and offer praise and thanks to your name. We are fortunate. How good is our portion, how pleased our lot, and how beautiful our heritage. We are fortunate we have come early and stay late, evening and morning, and proclaim twice a day. Shema Israel Adonai Eloheinu. Which I'm saying is, Heal Yisrael, Adonai is our God, and Adonai is the one and only. Shema Israel Adonai. Blessed be the name of his glorious kingdom for all eternity, for his love endures forever. We shall love and send our God with all of our heart and with all of our soul and with all of our resources. Let these matters which he commands to us today be upon our heart. We teach them thoroughly to our children and speak of them while we sit in our home and while we walk on our way, when we retire and when we arrive. And we bind them as a sign upon our arm and let them be kept in between our eyes and write them on the doorposts of our home and upon our gates. It was you before the world was created. It is you since the world was created. It is you in this world. And it is you in the world to come. Sanctify your name through those who sanctify your name and sanctify your name in your universe. Through your salvation, may you exalt and raise our pride. Bless are you, Adonai, who sanctifies your name among multitudes. Father, I thank you and bless you upon this day for those people who have sent me in prayer requests. I thank you, Father, for the Talmudim of Nehemiah, Yadid, Nadid, Yeshiva. These are the leaders that you have me in training. These are the disciples that you have given unto me, the charge to impart into them. I thank you for the blessings that you are giving me. I thank you for being allowed the blessing and the honor to impart unto these people, your people these students, Father. I thank you so much for what you are doing, Father. I bless your holy name. I bless you for all the things that you have done about to do. And the thing in the present times of those who could sigh and could exhale because you had came through, even though it seemed to be at the last minute, but you are still an on-time God. I thank you, Father, for this and for such a time as this. We bless your name, Lord God. We bless you for the moves that you are allowing. 
And even though some ask, where are you in times of pain and in times of when they cry, but you are never far away. You always have your eye on each and every last one of your children and even on each and every last person that's on this earth that you created. Circumstances you are allowing, sometimes we do not understand, but we intercede for you to kindle your wrath upon people, have mercy upon people who do not know you, and then also for those who do know you. Guide us in what we need to do so that we can become a holy people, a holy nation unto you. We know that it is time and we are in the seasons of the apostasy and the apostasy must come forward. It will be a time where all of us will have to, will not be able to voice our opinion and it's going on even now because of the love that we have for you and people are being killed and died for the love that they have for you those who have never seen Yeshua. But we know of you, and we love you in our heart. We love you in our mind. We love you in our spirit. We know that you exist. We know that you came upon this earth, was born of a woman who was a virgin. Hmm. And you were affirmed as being the Passover lamb. And we know that you are the star of Bethlehem. And that you came for such a time as this to keep us and to bring us back in covenant unto the Father. That you came and you were born. And you were crucified, died, and was buried. And then on the third day, you did rise. And for 40 days after it, you were still on this earth. And you were still ministering. You were still talking to people. You went back to those who were your disciples, those that wondered, did you really, really come back? Because your tomb was empty. And you stayed to clarify and let them see that if they had destroyed this temple, that in three days it would rise. And for many who did not understand, was talking, you were talking about you and not the building of the temple. We bless you, Father. Bless you for all that you are doing. We bless you, Yeshua, for that you came. We bless you for being the intercessor. There's only one intercessor. And it is him. He has divine monopoly on that position. He is the intercessor. He will use us. He will use us to intercede, but we are not intercessors. There's only one intercessor, and it is stated through his own word that we cannot get through the Father except through him. Father, I thank you for all of the leaders 
And Father, that you will continually to give them strength. Lord, it is time that the weight of the anointing and the bearing load of the anointing that will come forth unto your people, that they have heard your word that was previously given by me earlier, that they had to go through a season of augmentation, that they had to be physically fit, mentally fit, and spiritually fit to carry the weight of the new anointing that you were releasing soon. And that when they carry it, that they will be able to not be stingy with it, that they be able to carry it and that they will have discernment to know where to pour it out, distribute it upon your people. And they give them strength to not fear words that they give out unto the people, whether they be rejected or not. Many people do not want to hear truth, Father, that you will open their ears, that they will know truth when they hear truth, Lord. We bless your holy name, Father, that you will help those who have been misguided by people who claim to be leaders of yours, Lord God, that they will find the truth, that you will talk to them and lead them to truth, to people who will give them the right words of truth of your scriptures. And let those who have an ear to hear will hear, thus saith the Lord. And, Father, that they come to know your true prophets that are out here in the world, and not everyone is a prophet. True prophet is going to be a person who is going to lead people to change, repent, and change, for the kingdom of God is at hand. It is time for repentance. It's time for deliverance, repentance, for healing and restoration, and that these ministries go forth with power. And that we be able to mend our nets. That we will be able to cast our nets and bring in the harvest, the remnants of those, bring them in. And that they will have an ear and that they will have a spirit to take rebuke and that they will have a spirit to listen, that they will have a spirit to change so that they can go into the path of becoming kingdom citizens and to reach their divine destiny. Father, I pray for the children who are out and about during these summer months. We are midway into the summer season here, and that they will be able to be children, that, Father, we will stop any attacks for anyone that is a child molester, that is trying to turn to a child molester, one that is a child molester, that we will be, you will thwart their, any of their plans, be able to kill those demons that are in them, that they will drop off, dwindle and drop off and crawl back into the gates, doors, portals, cracks, and crevices in which they came in, 
the tentacles and all of those things that have been connected unto them, that they've become dismembered, they become released, that they come out of them, or like the plugs that have been attached to them, that they become out of this matrix, and that they become citizens, that they become man-fearing and women-fearing God, who fear God, and that they will walk correctly. And we're not just talking about uh, males being pedophiles and men being who go after children. There are also women who do this as well. And we're talking to those spirits that are connected to them too. And we curse those spirits and where they are. And we plead the blood of Yeshua upon them and that they will come disconnected, that they drop now to the floor and as they drop, they find a hole in the portal for which they are gone. And we send them back through that gate door, portal cracks, crevices, anywhere in the dark scene that is there, even the tightest scene that is there, and we send it back. And we seal those gate doors, portals, those cracks, those seams, those crevices. And we stop up those tentacles from attaching by the blood of Yeshua. It is sealed by his blood that they will never be able to attack. They'll never be able to open again in Yeshua's person's name. I plead the blood on those who are sick and those who have illnesses that are undefinable. They do not know what they are. They do not know what's causing it and some things that are lodging in their spirits that are lodging in, that they're hiding within the body, that they come out from that body, that they come out today, they come out right now. They cannot stay attached. They must be attached. They must be pulled out. And anyone going in for surgery for something that was seen, that was there, that we thank the Father that his touch has gone in and that it has removed these spirits, moved these demons, that they cannot stay attached that the pain is gone, the illness is gone, because by him dying on the cross and by the blood that he shed for us and that he took all the sins of the world, including those sins that causes illnesses onto him, and he cast them out because he took hold of the keys. He went straight into hell and took the keys, and he overthrew death. that we have life abundantly. And I speak life into those people who are sick in those areas of your body that give you pain, inflammation, high blood pressure, diabetes, blood disorders, blood not doing right, the right count of blood cells that should be in your body, white count and the other count, red count, all the counts, that they are balanced correctly the way they should be that the oxygen is moving through your vessels, your veins, to move the blood. There's no blockage of any kind. There's no cholesterol blockage of any kind. There's no kind of blockage, no plaque blockage, no blockage of any kind. Everything flows, everything that is not correct, that is not, that should not be there. We curse these demons. We curse these diseases. And we send them back into the pits of hell from whence they came. 
we send them back. We thank you, Father, for these things that you are doing and have done. I thank you, Father, for these people who are creating sick, that they have learned to speak life unto their own selves and continue to speak life unto their selves, that even though they say they got this, we say through the blood of Yeshua that you do not have this, that you have total health, and that they speak life unto themselves. I thank you, Father, that I speak now on behalf of the baby premature babies and the babies they call preemies. Those that are so precious to you. They are precious in my heart. Father, I ask you for those who were born too early that you will hold them. You will restore them. And you are the potter. You are the creator. And for whatever reason that they came before their scheduled time, that they don't leave according to your will before their scheduled time. I ask you to touch them. And I ask you to touch their minds, their brains, that they will function way better than 100% capacity. I ask you to touch their little hearts, that they will be that which seems to be beating irregular. Father, that it will be regular. I ask you, Father, as I stand here before you, in my own tears on their behalf, I intercede for them. That you will strengthen their bodies. That you will allow their bodies to take the things that they need so that they can grow and that they will be well. And no bacteria, no infections will get into their bodies. And Father, the guys, those nurses and those doctors, those specialists that do these things every day and Father, and day, that it be not become mundane unto them and that it's just a job, that they have a heart, your heart to care for them. And they stretch way more, way more than 150%. They stretch way more than 250%, they stretch way more than 550%, they stretch way more past any percentage that I can even speak of for these preemies, for these babies. That all lungs are open and can breathe normally. And as they progress, that each one of the tubes that are attached to them is removed. And the things that they need to feed them, these tubes are removed, and they'll be able to eat on their own. I thank you, Father, for these babies. But these are your children, and not ours. We're just the caretakers of which you have blessed us to have that you will touch these babies, that their blood is pure. There's no contaminants in it. It flows correctly, and it's stronger every day. They grow stronger every minute, every second, 
from this point on through all the days of their life until the time that you call them home and keep them protected. Any mental dysfunction that tries to creep in or has crept in, we curse it and send it back unto hell from whence it came. That it never can come back through those gates, doors, portals, tentacles, no other kind of way, even words spoken out of people's mouths and doubt and those knowingly and unknowingly. That they be cursed and you bless those that bless those children and curse those who curse those children. For they are your children. I stand here and weep for these children. They are your children. I intercede for these babies. And I consider them just as much as mine, as if I had birthed them myself. But I intercede and ask you if I have found favor in thy sight. That thou who art in heaven, that thou will grant these petitions I have placed before you. And I am believing in faith that you have heard and that thy will has been done. And if I have found favor, even for those who you may not be fit for them to live, give them another chance. Forgive the parents of their sins for any sin that were on these children that caused them to be this way. Because of the sins of the fathers or the sins of the mothers, I ask you to please forgive. Please curb your wrath, not on the babies. Thank you. Thank you, Edwina. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have found favor in that side. I come to you once again. All the families that are traveling to see friends and family and enjoying their vacation, whether it's the first time or the 105th time or whatever time that it is, Father, that they are traveling mercies through the prayer, the wayfarers' prayer, Father, that I often speak, that they will find mercy, that they will arrive safely, that they will see anything coming dangerously, whether it's on the highways, byways, by bus, by train, or by plane, Father, and even by boats and cruises and uh, what I call them, the sea toys that they play with and the ground toys that they drive on, Father, that you'll protect them and warn them. Father, and I ask you, 
that I asked and I command the battalion of the angels that are in within me that they go forward with the prayers that I have spoken unto your day, the petitions that you've gone, that they have been dispatched to go through and to warfare. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for this. And I bless your name. Thank you for all that you are doing. This prayer, this death, I stand in effect for those who are needing any special requests from you, Father, and I ask. I mean, if I found favor in our sight, if it is your will be done for these petitions from people who have sent uh, to me, those that I said I will intercede for, Father. And those who are being sent to me that are becoming, as my tell me, being a disciple, Father, that you will give me the wisdom, the strength, the grace, the mercy to intercede for them and also to bestow into them and to impart into them. Thank you. Thank you for my health sake, for the things that you're doing for me, that you're making me stronger. I know soon it will be time for me to go forward and start traveling. I thank you that you, and I ask you to continue. If I found favor in that sight, that I have an ear to hear, that I know your voice, that I hear your voice constantly. I thank you for the people that you have sent who have bestowed unto me and who have interceded for me and those who have poured into my life, have sold into my life, Father, that you will bless them abundantly. Those who had the right heart for when they did do these things unto your your vassal, your servant. Today is the fifth day of the Sabbath on which the Levites would recite in the Holy Temple. Psalms 81. The conductor upon the Giddens. Sing joyously to the God of our might. Call out to the God of Jacob. Raise a song and sound the drum, the sweet harp with the lyre. Blow the shofar at the moon's renewal at the time appointed for our festive day, because it is a decree for Israel, a judgment day for the God of Jacob. He imposed it as a testimony for Joseph when he went forth over the land of Egypt. I understood a language I never knew. I removed his shoulder from the burden, his hand let go of the kettle. In distress, you called out, and I released you. 
I answered you with thunder when you hid. I tested you at the waters of strife. Selah. Listen, my nation, and I will attest to you, O Israel, if you would but listen to me. There shall be no strange God within you, nor shall you bow before an alien God. I am Adonai, your God, who elevated you from the land of Egypt. Open wide your mouth, and I will fill it. But my people did not heed my voice, and Israel did not desire me. So I let them follow their hearts' fantasy. They follow their own counsel. If only my people would heed me, if Israel would walk in my way, in an instant I would subdue their foes and against their tormentors turn my hand. And those who hate Adonai lie to him. So their destiny is eternal. But he would feed him with the cream of the wheat and with honey from a rock. This concludes our service for today for our morning Kephala for the appointed season of Kephala. May Hashem bless you and safeguard you. May Hashem illuminate his countenance with you and be gracious to you. May Hashem turn his countenance to you and establish Shalom peace for you. It's the end of the 5 a.m. service. My prayer for you is that you will meditate today in his word, in the Torah, and the Just open it up to any location. doesn't make a difference where. Start there and listen. We are in a season where you have to know his voice. Listen. As your journal paper, paper, card or something ready and listen and be prepared to write the things that he gives you. Receive, receive the abundance and remember to utilize the abundance given to glorify him. Thank you again for joining the appointed season of Tefala. I am your host, Shelly Adanity Brown. I look forward to you all joining me again on next Thursday, which will be July the 2nd. We're going into a new month. And I look forward to you all joining in, or you will be able to pick this up. And I hope, my prayer is to be a blessing to you all. Take care and shalom, shalom.